Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Buffs and Nurse. I am one of your two favorite co-hosts, Sam Hall, and with me, as always, is Andrew Lanta. Andrew, how are you? Hey, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm doing better than great because we have a third host today. That's right. We have returning to the show, friend of the show, enemy of the show at the same time. It's kind of a weird thing. Editor uh, extraordinaire of the show. Exactly. It is a boy on boy on. How are you today? You couldn't get rid of me if you tried. Oh, I've tried. I have spent yeah. like over six or seven thousand dollars craigslist is not where you go to hire him none of those assassins even got past the front door that's just it's you Mm. gotta you gotta save some money and pay for the for you know yeah i just you know it's a spur of the moment thing kind of like a late night drunken amazon purchase i just go on crazy i'm gonna take care of that boy on now what you 500 bucks sweet blow away it's gonna be great yeah but you're getting that like chinese knockoff amazon listing you know you gotta you gotta like go for the original branding i uh, will not join you in that best value the chinese the Chinese Communist Party is the greatest party ever. We really want to break into that market, guys. There's We're so trying to get that there. 10 cent money. Yeah. Yeah. All hail yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a. Uh, it's. Ah, uh, don't. We're, this is not a political podcast. We're not going to get started on how <laughs> this terrible regime in China is just like, oh, it's so aggravating. And with that, um, <laughs> now that we pissed off, yeah, now that we are completely <laughs> banned from thing, uh, thank God the two Michaels got released yesterday. Shout out to the two Michaels. Um, yeah, today we are going to be talking about music, music and video games. What are some tracks we like? What do we feel? What are the emotions they bring? And speaking of emotions, before we get into the music, one big piece of news has been rocking the internet, and that is the Mario movie casting announced. Woo! I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if rocking the internet is the is the correct term, but yeah, I'll take it. What? Like, I'm Make, sorry. Making the you... internet laugh is fine. W- sorry, I'll I'll do a few. Th- it's dubstepping the internet. Is that what you youngsters oh, like? God. Jesus. <laughs> what is this? Like 2011. <laughs> I'm an old man. Listen, I'm I'm. Sh- I found Britney Spears to be too young and daring. She was she was singing about toxic. <sighs> And anyway, so my opinion about the Mario movie thing, I'll get it out of the way quickly because it's going to be the shortest. Eh, I don't, I don't really care. Um, but I know you two, Mr. Boyan and Mr. Andrew, are very fat, passionate Nintendo fans, uh, including uh, one of you has sure a toe tattoo. I don't know if, I don't know if Boyan is. Oh, I thought you I'm were a big ca- console guy, Boyan. Am I wrong about that? No. Wait, fuck you. <laughs> you know I'm a PC gamer. You wish. <laughs> I did, I, no, I like Nintendo. Let the record show Mario. that Boyan does own a Switch. I do own a Switch. <gasps> Traitor! Um, I Turn have, it in and buy a 3060 I have right two now. games on it. I have uh, Zelda and I have the Mario, Mario Kart. Racing, racing Kart thing. I forget what it's called. Oh, Galaxy. Good Lord. I don't know. Mario I Kart? See, yeah, that's the one. Wait, are you <laughs> overcompensating for me calling you a Nintendo fan? You're like, oh, I don't even know what this is. It's got Star No, I legitimately, guy, Craig, like, uh, like, I was... A kid when I played most Nintendo games, just like about everybody else, and I, I don't really play much of them now. Fair That's, enough. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be buying a Switch this winter, so I I I, I can't yeah, throw stones. I mean, Switch is fun. It's, it's yeah. It's I, great. I'm literally it's just buying it for Zelda. I'm spending four hundred dollars so I can play Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. as far as like this, I mean, first of all, I didn't even know they were making a movie. Uh, I had no I, idea until the announcement. I don't think they should be making a movie. It's fucking nope. oh, why? It's, it's even ew, why? And then this casting announcement, as ridiculous as it was, it's like Chris Pratt. Like, 
what? Jack Black is probably the only one that I fucking that I'm like, all right, Jack Black is amazing. I'll watch him do anything, especially if it's something that's probably going to be crazy, weird, and terrible. If I can interrupt for a second, Michael Keegan Peel, I really like. I think he's a I great say, underrated, yeah. and, and he's playing Toads. Oh, by the way, my cat might be hungry in the background, so listeners, if you hear that, I apologize. <laughs> my reaction to the Michael Keegan thing is is like, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Peel is 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 like. You know, award-winning director making like, you know, genre-breaking no, uh, that's, uh, that's, movies, and fucking yeah. and Key on the other hand, I'm playing Toad. He's in ins- also in yeah. insurance commercials. <laughs> you know what though? But like, like that's a downward. I'm gonna slope. say I like for acting, like for the performances they bring. I actually prefer Key over Peel, to be honest. Like Peel's great director, no, and yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I hear he's no. killing it. But like, no, I really like uh, Keys, Keegan. So you know. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. I'm just saying, in terms of like their career trajectory, like that's... very different. Wow. Just, well, yeah, you I, can mean, tell I mean, one guy wanted to... to be an actor, one guy wanted to direct, and they seem to be steering their paths. Not, yeah, not to he's... tell him short. He's on like a, he's like cameoing in a bunch of stuff. Like I've seen him. He's on, the lead like, of popping... no, I've never seen that, but I've, I've, uh, I've seen him like, like pop up in like so many things, and he's all like, no matter what he's in, he's always good. Like I, I like him. So Especially comedic stuff, he's great. So Boyan's not really a fan. Andrew. Sam is apathetic. I gotta say, okay, this is my whole thing. Nobody asked for a Sonic movie, and it was pretty fucking good. Like that, that is true. That Pokemon movie was pretty fucking good. Like the like the um Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um everybody when Heath Ledger was announced as a Joker, everybody shot on it. When Ben Affleck was announced as Batman, everybody shot on it. Rightfully like, so in that case. No, Batman? No. Ben Affleck is Batman. Ben Affleck's was like Batman was ugh. Okay, hold uh, on. Yeah, that's no. What? No, Ben no. I I thought Ben Affleck is Batman no matter how bad Batman v Superman was. I thought he was like the best part of that movie. Uh that's like saying, "Ooh, I found a jar of poison pills but one of them is an aspirin so it's great like it doesn't just okay, because you're whatever fine here's, here's fine ignore here's that my prediction, fine. Uh, listen, here's my hold prediction on. lance i know you're you're like you're comparing it like it's good you're compared to the like, sonic and pikachu because those are good examples mm-hmm. but unlike sonic and pikachu nintendo is probably cannot get their 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 fingers out of like micromanaging something mm. like this and it's and they are always somewhat out of touch with with especially when they do things like this and Preach. i don't i don't i they'll they will if it actually had the potential to be on the level of P, uh, detective pikachu and, and sonic they will destroy that okay maybe maybe but hold on i let you guys give your opinions yeah no no go ahead okay fine batman or not people people love to shit on casting choices like i don't know i think i think chris pratt could do a good job now my my thing is mario's always kind of been this like let's go like you know what i mean like he has this kind of like comical voice like is chris pratt going to do like the charles martinet kind of mario or is he gonna like play it more of like just like a straight like he's just gonna deliver his lines more as like an actor like is he is he gonna have apparently he's doing a voice He's gonna do like an, the like the Italian plumber like here I don't we know. go like it's a voice that's different but I don't I don't know if he's gonna be doing an impression of somebody else's. My voice problem is, is I'm picturing the voice he uses for the uh, Lego movies in my head is saying Mario lines. I mean, I, it, it, Mario does have a voice. I'm not a Nintendo guy, but even I know how Mario sounds, and I have a hard time seeing Chris Pratt either a do that voice or b do his own voice in that role. Like it's a, I'm, I'm actually 
I think that's, that's, well, that's a big problem. Inter- yeah. That's what I'm interested in. It's like that's how I don't know how he's going to play it. But I don't like overall like I I like the the casting choices. I think they're pretty interesting. Like I think the most kind of on the nose one like you said Boyan would be uh Jack Black as Bowser. I feel like that one like works kind of the most logically i think on a taylor joy who's um absolutely fantastic yeah, i think she would be i think she's gonna do that she's gonna do a good peach does peach have a voice like does she does she she's just always like mario like it's just kind of like a classic like damsel in distress type voice um and like same with mario like mario never like he always just kind of like has like little sound bites like he like he doesn't really have like lines but i mean we we we, we watched the uh reveal he's gonna have they're gonna say mario's gonna talk a lot so i don't know like i'm i'm interested like i'm 100 percent gonna watch that theaters i'm into this i think it's gonna be a lot of fun like you said boy on if nintendo can keep their micromanaging pause out of there and let like the filmmakers like obviously there's gonna be some sort of like nintendo like quality assurance and like seal of approval that they're going to need but i I hope they will let the filmmakers kind of do their own thing and i just feel like it's gonna be one of those movies that like if you're a nintendo fan guilty there's just gonna be so many like easter eggs and little like funny things to pick up on and i don't know i feel like it like i don't think it's gonna be the best thing ever will it be as good as like sonic or detective pikachu which you know these movies aren't perfect by any means don't get me wrong but as far as video games movie goes they kind of break the mold as in they're not absolute dog shit so i don't know i don't know if they're if this is going to be as good as that but i feel like if they kind of go for this almost like meta humor kind of like this more contemporary humor and not be so dated which you know nintendo kind of has a reputation for i think it could be good I, don't I mean, know. I, I guess I just sorry. Sam. No, it's no, just no. That, ahead, it's just ahead. that Detective Pikachu and Sonic. At least those like in the game worlds, there's a story. There, there were games with stories about. Like, there's a Detective Pikachu story. In there's the a story game. to Mario. Peach gets kidnapped. Yeah, that's not really a story. That's, that's, that's basically that's a tale that's for the, the ages. The Mario Mario story that's doesn't exist. The, the the characters are not char- like characters. They're they're just drawings that move. Like you know what I mean? Like they're. I not, don't know. Have you seen Green Knight? That movie had a very thin plot line and it was still pretty sure, enjoyable but i'm basically i'm just saying I, I this is like one of those things where either it's a good thing where the filmmakers can really invent something cool well they're gonna need to or or like and or they'll try to and then nintendo will be like well no mario wouldn't do this we know mario we've 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 made we made him and we controlled him for how many fucking years I, I like, feel like they, so, there's no character to these to these characters. You know what I mean? So well, I, I mean, I, I don't know. know. They have a lot of characterization. I would disagree with. There's not a lot of sure, character. there's a lot of characterization, like, they're two but dimensional. they don't. Yeah, yeah, they don't have like and and like that's why it's almost like a blank canvas for the filmmakers. And I think they need to go kind of you know like it was mentioned earlier. I forgot one one of you guys mentioned it. The Lego Movie that you know Chris Pat, Pratt also voiced, which I don't think you can just do that straight up. Almost like cool guy Chris Pratt voice, but like they need to do something like that where it's like. Yes, this is a kids movie. Yes, it's, you know, for children. But like you got to have that kind of like that meta humor that makes it contemporary and like no. makes it fun to watch for adults. And I feel like they're they they're going to be striving for that. I don't think this is just going to be a straight up like like oh, Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom needs to see like it's not going to be like a straight to Netflix type thing or like back in the 90s you had those like Mario cartoons. Like I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it will kind of be closer to like a Lego movie. At least what that's what they'll be aiming for. A metaphor about dads? Sorry, what? what? A metaphor about dads and how he, his father would <laughs> like play with his Nintendo. Uh... <laughs> 
pretty much yeah but it's like yeah i think i think that's what they need to do is this kind of like meta commentary that you know i think that at least the first lego movie really really achieved i think they they knocked out of the park with that as i said i don't think it's gonna be that same level but i, I feel like they need to kind of like go in that direction mm. well all right I'm going to sum it up by saying I guarantee you that the ad will come out and the trailer will play and whatever will happen then over that final splash of the credits for the trailer as they say, you know, coming December, you hear Marta go, here we go. You know, it'll be. It, that's, I just want to hear really good, voice. That's, that's a really good impression. Maybe you should do the voice when. Uh, Wait, that was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. I can't do it. It's, here we yeah, go. It's, it's pitch and Charles Martinet is going to be in it. The voice of Mario. Which uh, let me say, yeah, they had apparently to do that a cameo. The yeah, it has a cameo. But apparently, just to add, apparently Charles Martinet, any time that he's recognized, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're Charles Martinet, like the voice of Mario," he loves it, and he'll just do like the voices. He'll do all the catchphrases. He'll sign whatever you want him to sign. He <laughs> he loves it. Chest. Everybody I've heard on like Reddit or whatever that that has met him is just like he is an absolute gem. Sorry, Sam, what were you shouting about? He wants him to sign his chest. There you go. I, I paused it. I, I was going to say something else. Well, shall we uh, get safe. started? Yeah, let's move on from the Mario movie. I had another 15 now. minutes 15 on minutes. the Mario movie before. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> but let's talk about music. Now, this episode, what we're talking we about. We are now the rhythm section, listeners. by the way. No, the orchestral section. Eat it, we eat, eat it, rhythm section. We're, start, we're, we're starting what, beef. With... <laughs> a podcast under our own media umbrella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. Yeah, I don't think you understand what beefs are for. They're for bringing up uh They're to drive there are ar- there are artificial conflicts to drive exactly. sales. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what is it? So what is it? Right? So I do understand. It, but I, well, it's only winners. It's like it's like the chicken sandwich at Popeyes and at what's the other chicken sandwich? Like they're both owned by the same thing. It's you know what I mean? To, to rip off a Reddit uh, fucking meme here, uh, what what is a uh, rap beef other than two men sitting quietly at home writing poems about each other? Exactly, exactly. The the you have well, you have like you know remember when there was Be- uh, Future Shop and who, what was it Best Buy? Who owned Future Shop? It was Best Buy, right? Yeah. So it's like you have Best Buy and Future Shop competing against each other, but they're the same company. Anyway, whoa. And if Fuck the American the Civil War has taught us nothing. Beefs with yourself do not end. We're fighting. Come at me, Kyle and Coburn. I'm kidding. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Can I just go feed my cat? Jesus. Um, Anyways, video game music. Music is a key important part of most video games these days, starting from back in the 80s when it was mere bleeps and blops at the beginning of the Pac-Man level to today with orchestral stuff scored by Howard Shore and John Williams. I'm assuming they've scored for video games. I don't really know. So I figured what we would do today is let's start off by talking about what video games uh, music means. Like, how, how does it, what do you see as the best part and what makes a good video game soundtrack? Like what makes music good within a specific video game? Let's, I'm just gonna throw it open. I'm not gonna say throw it to one of you, just start talking. Go. No, you should throw to one of us just to make it easier. Yeah, sure. I'll. I'll... It ain't, life ain't always easy, millennial. Yeah, but I mean, in this context, you want to make it as easy as possible for the, your co- fellow co-hosts. Nope, I'm starting a beef with you. That's not how beefs work. So I think that you know, 
obviously like music's there to invoke emotions but you see a lot of times like you know you have different uh stems that kind of like as you're playing a game as you're doing a thing like the stems are building and now stems are like different sections of music so it's like you know like this instrument could like pick up as you're doing this action and like as you're kind of like cresting a hill like the the violins and 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 uh you know the strings are swelling behind you as you're like kind of cresting over a big hill so i mean music's really really valuable in that it, it can really like you said earlier like really evoke emotion and like that's almost that's one of the most powerful tools like in in you know just any medium like mm-hmm. what whether it be like you know filmmaking or video games or just you know obviously music on its own it's just evokes so much emotion and to like be able to manipulate music in a way that you can build on a music in like on a piece of music in real time as the player is doing something is like incredibly valuable because like in, in a movie you're watching a movie the music is playing like that's it but like a lot of times in video games the music is almost a, like it's both right it's like the the music affects you and and the uh, like you sorry yeah the music affects you but you also affect the music so it's like you know they're they're kind of working in tanning to really build this immersion so i i think that's obviously the the biggest thing is that like it really it builds like the like the theme the emotion like when you have a, a piece of music that runs through a video game it becomes very very comforting almost when you hear that kind of that same score like pick up every now and again um as you're playing a game but yeah anyway so i'll, I'll throw it to you boyan video game music like like it's slightly different than movie movie music but it, in a similar sense it it either uh kind of leads you emotionally where it kind of tells you what you should be feeling as an addition to the scene or it's just enhancing what's already happening around you mm-hmm. but then video game music also has that aspect of of being it's either the atmospheric and tonal sort of backdrop that it's basically just an inherent part of this world or this level or just even a location sometimes and it's and in that way it is different from film music where you you can be going in and out of locations and and scenes and parts of the game and you you return to that part of the game and that same that same uh, a riff or 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 a, a part of the that same song or whatever uh will will come in or like you said if you're doing an action like you get into a fight there's maybe particular battle music that comes up and good you know good developers and good uh composers then also use that where once they've trained you into like this music is associated with this and 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 enhances this type of scene or this type of action then they'll do that they'll bring it back you know in key t- in key periods like when you're not expecting it and uh there's just because it, it so much of video game music is like it, it it's 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 baked into the very systems of the game and the gameplay in such a way that it's it kind of separates it from anything else and and it has that also has that aspect of like there isn't a beginning and end to a track necessarily it's it kind of there, there there's like there are, there's actually like software and programming built in to like make you know make certain music and themes like bleed from one to the other in a way that organically responds to what you're doing so like i think it, it never breaks I, the that yeah, version I, I i don't think it gets like uh, uh, that recognition for like it, it literally you're in a world where the music is almost like a, a tactile part of that world and it's different than any other medium where music is used. 
So Well, just to build on what you just said there, um, I think you were right because one thing that's interesting about music and video games versus in more traditional medium like film and television is that it's, A, it's affected by your actions, not just your passively underscoring what emotion somebody else thinks you should be feeling at that moment, but it's also fairly consistent. Like, you'll have... TV shows and movies where the music dips out and people talk or whatever and stuff like that. Now, granted, there are shows and movies that have music going underneath it entirely. But I find in video games, the vast majority of them these days, there's always like a little bit of music going under them, unless it's something like a Call of Duty where you're supposed to be gritty realism and shooting or mm -hmm. something. Like, So I think what it is, it's a very important part of the... I like the word you used earlier, Andrew, tool. It's a very important part of the video game maker's toolbox because it allows them to constantly reinforce the emotion that's going yeah. on. I mean, I'm, I'm just basically saying what you guys said. The, the truth is yeah. you guys covered it both. So yeah, so basically long story short, video games are a very yeah. important part of uh, the, the whole way video games are made. And it used, wait, did I just say video <laughs> games are a very important part of the way video <laughs> games are made? That is very that's true. true. I did. Yeah. You can't make video games without video games, yeah. people. It's that, That's true. Yeah, it's, uh, and, yeah. And, and just to kind of cap it off is like the, the emotional language of it is basically, it's like body language where you don't really notice it but it's it's a, it's so much part of like it's even more of sometimes part of how we communicate with each other than than just verbal communication and in mm -hmm. terms of video games it like it says it, it it is yeah like you said it's a tool for for communicating emotion in, in in so many ways we don't even realize until you play without like a track like music and it's it's a completely different game that's why when people play just... a video game and you have your own soundtrack on, I don't understand it. I only do that when the video game has a shit track. Like, I only do that. I, I do it once I've heard the soundtrack a million times. Yeah. And I'm just like, if I'm like doing like Destiny or something like that, Destiny's got great music, but I've heard it so much, I just want to listen to something I only else. do it when, like, even if it is really, I, I, the only time I really do that is if like I'm grinding something in a game. Yeah, and then like it's repetitive. Like, mm. Yeah, you're repetitive stuff. Yeah, if, 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 if actually, I'm playing, sir, if I'm playing like some like storyline or whatever, then it's like, no way. Well, um, actually, if I could just interrupt for a second, something you guys we didn't touch on that uh, we might have should mention. So music is consistent, but music is also really good for video games for the boring parts, like when you're driving your car to the next yeah. location, when you're walking between one when fight you are and the grinding, next, when one you're just grinding fucking. When yeah, you're grinding like music is good because what it does is it stretches out over like the periods where there's less interaction by the player, other than yeah. simple, generally motion in one direction or watching your yeah, you know, like your civilization build or whatever. So music is also really good in that, I guess, because it does fill in the gap. Yeah, and, yeah. and, one, so and it has, one great it has thing. to be done purposely. And yeah, video game music also it's. And this is why I love listening to video game soundtracks while I work. Video game music is a lot of times designed to be um, uplifting and motivational, yet not distracting. So that's what's what like, obviously, you have times when like, that's like the focal point is the music. But a lot of times, like, like you said, like, it's in the background, you're grinding, you're driving in your thing. It's it's there to be ambient, but at the same time like it's to be motivational but not distracting and like again like that's why i love listening to video game music while i work because it's just such good background music because it like keeps you in that headspace but it doesn't like pull you out anyway now now you can segue please go ahead boyan segue begins now boyan music choice number one go well, i was gonna segue you cut <laughs> nope we discussed it prior boyan andrew sam i have it written down go all right uh all right, so my 
well, not not first choice as in top choice, but my first choice is uh, the track "We All Become" from the game Transistor by uh, Supergiant Games. Great game. uh, Supergiant, who I mean, their soundtracks are amazing on every game they make. I the only one I haven't played is apparently their greatest game ever, Hades. Uh, but uh, uh, like Pyre and and uh, Bastion all have incredible uh, soundtracks and. Uh, we all become is 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 one of those one of the few like songs in in their soundtrack that is a, a vocal track they have so they have uh, their composers Darren Korb, uh, Ashley Barrett does some of the vocals in in, in multiple games, uh, and she's incredible. But in that game, it's it's kind of like a bittersweet story between these two characters and and in, in this in this weird virtual cyberpunk world i can't even still don't understand it fully even though i love the game uh but it, it just it comes at this emotional peak and uh she has this just incredible sound and it's just it's one of those things where those two are a really great team and Supergiant uh has kind of built across these different games that don't they're not even like and in any way connected other than they're make made by the same developer they've built the super like this this sort of connection through all of them with these two composers and uh i don't i mean are we uh yeah that's that's kind of all i have to say it's kind of at the emotional peak of the game and it's incredible so let's uh listen All to right. the song that was a good track i quite like that next on the list is andrew andrew what is your first uh, thing and i apologize for referring to it as a list it's a listicle that's fine yeah that's right clickbait yeah my my first choice like like boyan said it's not like you know this is my first favorite video game soundtrack of all time but this one like really uh stuck with me um i definitely have talked about this game on the podcast before but it is uh that game company's game called uh journey now uh that game company they did uh flow before they um are kind of a smaller studio under like the playstation brand journey is a cool little game where you play as like a little character and you're like you pretty much essentially start off the game you're in the middle of a desert and there's a mountain in the far 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 background at, at the edge of the desert and it has just like this beam of light shining into it so you realize okay like i gotta tra- traverse this desert and i need to get to this beam of light on the way there's a uh, seamless matchmaking that you get match made with another player and like you know you can kind of solve these puzzles together and go through this game together the game is only a about it's like two hours long on your first playthrough you can get it to under an hour for sure once you play it enough times but the score is uh one of the shining points of the game it's by an artist named austin winery now this soundtrack it focuses heavily heavily on cellos the kind of the main kind of theme uh that kind of plays throughout the soundtrack is you know of kind of this haunting cello uh score but the music augments the gameplay uh in such an incredible extent because now this game it takes you through so many different emotions in this two hour or like hour and a half long game you essentially experience like every emotion like every human emotion there's you know there's parts that are terrifying there's parts that are uplifting and exhilarating there's parts that are absolutely you feel like hopeless and despondent you just go through you like run the gamut of every human emotion and nothing is punctuated like nothing punctuates this more than you know obviously the setting of like a desert but then you have the music to augment it my favorite track 
is there's a lot of good tracks, obviously, from this soundtrack. But my uh, favorite track is called Road of Trials. I'll let that play now. You guys can check it out. So here it is. Now, Road of Trials, now that, that one was a little bit more upbeat compared to the rest of the soundtrack. The, the, the rest of the soundtrack is a little bit kind of more um, haunting is the best word I would call it, especially cellos just kind of really add to that feeling of it. But that one's a little bit more uplifting. And that, that part kind of takes place during a segment of the game where you're kind of doing this this like downhill slalomy section where you're going like down like a down like a huge sandbank and it's kind of like um throw back to like the downhill levels of like tony hawk or kind of like cool borders or something like that where where you're just kind of like like you know um going through uh certain obstacles and whatever but it's very high speed it's very uh kinetic it's very frantic and that one just really is heightened by the uh the the, the soundtrack that just that that soundtrack is just so plucky it's just so exciting and exhilarating that it like really 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 heightens that mood of that section yeah i mean i can just keep going on and on about this soundtrack i absolutely adore it oh uh, also i should add uh this is uh one of the uh this this soundtrack was nominated for a grammy as well mm. um for like new media i think since there has been a bunch of video games i believe this was the first video game nominated for a grammy i could be wrong or one of the first video games but yeah specifically the soundtrack was nominated for a grammy i think um, i think civilization uh the civilization theme song whatever uh was the one that won the same year won, won a game well was the first video game oh, uh, to soundtrack to win a grand interesting yeah. yeah this one definitely uh, didn't baba win. yeah too awesome that's awesome yeah this one this one definitely didn't win it was only nominated but yeah and again it was for like i, I believe like the new media category as well mm. but yeah do you guys have any experience with journey uh i played journey. yeah yeah and i and i know that i know exactly like the moment you were talking about when you're sliding down through those tunnels and i think like yeah there's like blue areas and and red areas there's like a like a reddish sunset when you hop up to one of the places i love that part but for me the the uh one of the best moments is near the end when you do like break it up to that like mountain and yes. whatever that heavenly place you when you finally break through like because you went through like a, a near death experience before Arduous. getting there and yeah. then you get up through this thing and now you're like in these bright heavenly clouds and the music like t like soaring. perfectly soaring. is perfect but it's soaring yeah. but it's also like there's a part where just it perfectly like as soon as you get through those uh clouds into the light the chain the the uh, the music like changes to that moment yes and, I'm, uh, I'm getting chills so thinking about good it. Yeah. yeah absolutely i play that soundtrack all the time i fucking love it yeah i i never finished journey <laughs> um, it's like an hour and a half long <laughs> i got the time for shit like that bro um but speaking of games that don't finish unless andrew do you have anything else you wish to say about uh, this fine soundtrack no i mean it i just i just absolutely adore it uh, that's how it's yeah no we, we can move on absolutely all right then another game that you can never really finish is uh, a little game called cave game cave game oh sorry that's the original name for minecraft if you exist you know what minecraft is it's like if you have a kid you definitely know what minecraft is i actually quite like the game i i've always found minecraft to be sort of enjoyable relaxing no like nobody's chatting like hey i need you to collect 500 flowers i need to do this like it's a very chill game which every once in a while i go to back to just for the sedate calming experience of that game and one of the things that makes that game so calm is the soundtrack by c418 or c418 i'm not certain how or c104 c418 i'm not certain how he pronounces it which is a german composer named daniel rosenfeld uh the soundtrack for minecraft is very calm very chill which goes over the whole vibe but it actually secretly has a little th thing that helps you play 
the music kicks in when dawn or dusk happens. So you know, oh, I'm in a cave. It's probably okay to go outside now if it's dawn. Or, oh, I'm outside. I'm hearing the music. I should probably uh, go figure out a way to survive. And I think it also goes off at noon. But if you, you know, if it's noon, if you can't tell where you are, man, I mean, I don't know. Don't craft, craft a clock, bro. But yeah, so let's take a listen. Beautiful, no? Don't you think, guys? Boyan, Andrew, did you love that? It's fantastic. It's it's exactly the kind of thing where you're like, I'm I'm doing an arduous task or 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 not arduous task. I'm I'm we're, I'm we're doing a repetitive task and in this yeah, in this thing definitely. where like the only goals are the goals I set for myself because it's not a exactly. game with an ending like you said. And it's just like this is uh, I need. It basically I've, gives your brain some like vibrant and interesting things to like feel and do while you're doing something that is laborious and repetitive. So I, I yeah. love that's that's that is one of the aspects of video game music that is just that is amazing. I, I, I actually realized I was slightly so there's technically an end to Minecraft when you kill the Ender Dragon or whatever, but I mean I've never gotten so that far and I don't Here's really a question. When to. you kill uh, not that I've gotten that far either and I don't really care to do the same thing, but like when you kill him, does the game just start end and you lose like you have to start a new thing or do you just no, go back to your I, world? I think you I think you can go back to your world. I'm not I'm not 100% certain, to be honest, because, like, well, first of all, I never played Minecraft long enough to get there. I would definitely have to be like, okay, for the next three months, I'm just sitting down every play session grinding through, and I do not have that attention span. Don't, but, like, um, 12-year-old kids beat it in, like, an hour and a half? Yeah, they're also high on sugar. What's your point? <laughs> just kidding. It's... It does have an end, but I think for me, I've also, I've often said I like video games where I'm more about the journey and shadows to journey uh, than the actual ending of the game. And I think the music in that C418 Daniel Rosenfeld uh, composed for this works great because it's kind of flows. It keeps you moving somewhat forward, but it doesn't really put a hell lot of pressure on you, which I like in a game. And it's just about the travel, like the, the, your experiences on your way towards whatever you set as your end goal, whether it's build a house, kill the ender dragon, build a another house, uh, farm some wheat, you know, all the things you do in Minecraft. Yeah, but actually true Make note, a it computer. was originally called cave game. Yeah. Uh, use use uh, those red dust or Seriously, red gem. Is it red honestly, pine? those people like somebody could just someone these people are wizards. We don't know how yeah. they do this. They're wizards. They made a game, uh, a computer that you, you can play a game on. In, in a game world. I'm proud when I have like symmetrical stairs going all the way down to a like a dungeon. I'm like, ooh. I, I made, made a a, uh, a flush like hidden uh, uh, door that opens when you when you come near it and, and that's the that's the craziest shit I've ever made and, and mm -hmm. I've never topped that. 100%. Andrew, have you ever tried Minecraft? Have you ever I have ever literally tried never Minecraft? played one millisecond of Minecraft. That's why I'm quiet because I have absolutely nothing to add to this conversation. So I'm letting you gents hash it out. Wow. Well, what I consider that music. Wow. Ooh. Is that crazy that I haven't played Minecraft yeah, before? Yeah, kind of is. Uh, I'm, like somebody I'm, saying, I'm, somebody saying, I'm a 36-year-old man. I'm sorry. What are you I, talking about? Minecraft came out. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just I was saying, 13 when that game came out or some shit like that. that I'm just saying old. it's, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not aimed at my demographic. That's all. I'm not it saying. It was I'm, when it came out. Not really. Yeah, really. Uh, I know tons of people who played who are like my age. Okay, Gen I'm just X, saying. Man, okay, like, fine. I missed the initial release, and then I feel like now it's just not aimed at my demographic. I'm not saying you're a kid if you. I'm like, I'm not saying you're like it's a kid's game. I'm just saying I'm outside the target demographic, and I just haven't. Oh played no, it. I, I certainly. I only. I only Isn't play the target it, demographic. Everybody. I only play it now when my nephew wants to play it. But yeah, no, I feel like the target. Yeah, and how old's your nephew? Played in like a year. Uh, like eight. There. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the target demographic. I'm not saying people outside the target demographic don't play it. 
and I'm not saying if you play it outside the target demographic, you're like not a gamer or something. I'm just saying I'm not in the target demographic. No, that's fair. That's fair. You just missed the boat. That's basically yeah, and, I'm, and I don't mm. hate on Minecraft at all. And also, that type of game is just not for me. Like Sam, you know my 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 taste in games, the kind of open world sandbox, like Destiny. Yes, uh, the open world sandbox, um, just kind of like survival building game. Like that's not my type of game. Again, mm. I don't hate on any of them. I'm sure Minecraft is a fantastic game. Well, it's just not for me. Well, knowing you, Andrew, and playing games with you, I know you like being at the end when you've got the coolest gun, the coolest armor, the most powerful stuff. And Minecraft really, you can get to something approximating that, but that's not really what it's about. So I can see how this would not be a game for you. It's like, it, And why it's a game for me is because it's about the journey. I like the slow leveling up, like doing this, then getting this resource and turning it into that resource and that tool and then using that to create other things. Like, I, I totally get Minecraft would not really be your thing. I, I 100% see that. Well, I mean, I could and... like it. Maybe I will like it. <laughs> okay. Maybe I may <laughs> check right. it out. You lo- no, you're Maybe not allowed to it. like it. No, you're, you're too old. You're Jeez, too old. Stop Andrew, gatekeeping I'm Minecraft. You. I'm supporting you. I'm not gatekeeping. I'm trying to back you up. And you're all like, well, maybe I will love it. Jesus, you contrary yeah, son was- of a it was a bitch. joke. All right, let's move on from this apparently quite contentious game, Minecraft, uh, <laughs> to Boyan's next pick. Boyan, uh, fire away. All right, so, okay, and I know you're not a fan, uh, Sam, but uh, my next track is the Metal Gear Saga track. I'm going to go feed my cat. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that is featured in Metal Gear Solid 4, and, uh, Woo. well, you know what? Let's first listen to it. Okay, now that you heard it, this is basically... I'm kind of cheating because this this track <gasps> and where it's situated is basically a full on medley of all all the great like the greatest tracks of the whole Metal Gear uh, and there's uh, a lot uh, of them era yeah so and and it, and you know spoilers if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid Four but it's been a lot of years since then so it's whatever. like a twenty year old game now. exactly. Uh, but basically, like, if you're a fan Not of this, exactly, but... the more the more the past games you played, the bigger this when uh, th- this moment when this track comes and this medley plays around it, uh, the bigger and more important it is. This is like for me, the, basically, it's the final boss battle between uh, solids, old Solid Snake and old uh, Revol- uh, Revolver Ocelot. This is when they're fighting um, up on the rafters, yeah, right? They're, well, or not the rafters, well, on, like the fucking... On top of that, like, massive Titanic submarine, yeah. Metal Gear, whatever. After, like, after you've endured going... You, Solid Snake is going <laughs> through this microwave tunnel where he's getting, like, toasted to death. And then he His comes out the other end. His skin is exactly. just, like, getting flaked off. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. a quick question? This giant submarine you found on is it vaguely like yellowish no, beige color? No, it's not a giant. Okay, yellow then it's submarine. not what I'm thinking about. I saw my friend play a Model Gear submarine, uh, Model Gear, Model Gear. Were you just really high? This is the Beatles' uh, yellow submarine you were watching. <laughs> I uh, thought that's where I've he was going. That. He was going to make a Beatles joke. No, um, no. Honestly, I remember like some guy playing. I think it was Metal Gear Solid Four, and he's fighting a dude, and he said, "Oh, this is the end," and, and you got to watch this. It took like an hour and a half to end with all the credits, and I thought it was on top of a giant. Like when I say yellow submarine, I don't mean yellow submarine from the Beatles. I mean like a nuclear yeah, powered modern was, looking that submarine that's part, yeah. yellowish beige there was i, I mean, think I it was gray it was, and it was dark gray i don't remember a yellowish well, beige color gray. anyways the basically the uh place. uh to 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 you know to cap it off is is it's one of those things like if you've never if this is the first metal gear solid game you played or you haven't played the other ones and that's you're just seeing the scene that means zero to you but like oh, yeah. it, it the music and that scene are perfectly built to be to like just punch 
the the fans of Metal Gear Solid for it or Metal Gear I was, Solid I was in the like heart. A, I was crying like yes, a like This a is one of the boy. few games where I was bawling. Like yeah, yeah. you're you're you, okay. So these two guys are like they've been fighting throughout these games. They've been they, they've been uh, and they're brothers, kind of, uh, <laughs> kind uh, of. <laughs> clone brothers, I guess. His arm is his. He has the yeah. Arm of it's his the brother. whole thing. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Sam will just puke. Um, I mean, I'm just, you guys are just dropping the evidence for how stupid this fucking it, series. And it's, yeah, and we're it's not like, solid. It. It's, it's just like no. a massive multi-game emotional payoff in this fight. And in the fight, uh, the as they fight, they they change their styles of fighting to reflect uh, uh, past games, like through the rounds of that fight. And like even some of the graphics change a little bit. The music, like, like the, mu- the music. Oh, calls. I never changed. The, I never noticed the graphics change. Not the graphics, but like. You know that there are health bars and stuff like that, like right? That stuff yes, changes. yes, that, that's true. Good point. And, good point. And, so, and then the music calls back to those past games, and once they get through a bunch of the of these like eras of, of it, like the snake eaters in there. Uh, 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 fuck, I'm trying to think of the other names of it, but I can't remember now. Like, and then this plays during like the final cutscene, and it's basically a, a sort of a, a a play on the Metal Gear Solid theme music with some other aspects into it. And honestly, like it is. It is a perfect for me. It is the most like it is the perfect final boss battle, and and it is like it is the greatest achievement of Kojima as far as I'm concerned. That boss battle and and the the sorry the composer who I failed to mention, Harry Gregson Williams, also one of my favorite composers because he did Kingdom of Heaven, which is incredible amongst other movies. Uh, but and the yeah, other Metal is, Gear games and, and the other Metal of, Gear and a games, other, other Metal Gear games, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he. He's incredible, and that just like everything in that moment—from the battle, the fight, the gameplay, the music, everything leading up to it—is it's all perfect. And uh, I, it's honestly one of my favorite pieces of uh, of music. Yeah, I I, I will just uh, springboard off 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 you what you said to that. Like Metal Gear Four is very much like a fan service game. Like there are so many moments in that game, like you know Metal Gear Rex versus Ray. Like there's so many moments where you're just kind of like as a metal gear fan you always wish they would happen and like as you were saying that that medley really kind of that's like the cherry on top of this kind of like yeah. fan service game and like i'm not using fan, fan service in ne- ne- in like necessarily a negative con- context here like it just what it is like there was just a lot of moments that you've kind yeah. of always always wanted as a metal gear fan you got in that game especially with like you know metal gear 2 was such a huge like subversion of expectations so like um but yeah i mean harry gregson williams also did that and now the soundtrack to the metal gear games that's what i spoke on earlier about the kind of stems adding and there's like you know different stems of different instruments being added to what you're doing no, nothing's more exemplified of, of uh, exemplary of that than the Metal Gear series. Like when you're sneaking around, it's almost like you're, you're almost getting like little sound effects from the musical score, like as you're doing them in real time. It's almost like um like like there's times where it's almost like a Looney Tunes kind of like score where it's like every like little mo- movement you do is almost like punctuated by a little little um, you know musical flair or flourish or whatever. But yeah, like that soundtrack is like is absolutely incredible. Like all of them are. Like you have you know Snake Eater metal gear 3 you have the classic the the lost in a dream snake <laughs> where he's where he's cla- <laughs> sam is definitely not gonna play i was joking about it but i didn't realize i actually had time to go Dude, my this comes like, from I the guy who loves like, james uh-huh. bond movies and that track is like a straight up uh, like james bond yeah, it's, like it's, it's a, yeah exactly i'm not like 
I don't love James Bond movies for the music. I mean, there are a couple good tracks, but there you go. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like that, like that song was just so like, it's that, that song, like the snake eater song so is so good. memed on. Like you, like it plays while you're like fighting the hardest boss fight of Metal Gear three, AKA the giant ladder that takes like seven minutes to climb up. Here's- like you're literally. You're yeah. literally just climbing a ladder for seven minutes as the Snake Eater theme plays. And it, like it it builds so slowly that like as you're climbing, you're like, what is that noise? And you're like, oh, that's music. And then like as yeah. you're climbing it, like it gets like stronger and stronger. And as you're just climbing, it's already been like four minutes. And it's just like you're just all you're doing is holding up on the thumbstick. But it's just like this epic <laughs> lost it. Like and you're just like, here's the thing. Vibing, people vibing. again, are you trying to sell me thing. on a people, series where there's people, a seven minute climb? People make fun of that kind of stuff. And like even Snake Eater, like it's a, there's like a, it's a, there's a bit of cheese to the song and stuff. I like, but it's yeah, self, it's, but, it's here, self, but, but that's it's, yeah, exactly. That's what I like Kojima is capable of making he's in on the joke he's in on the joke yes this is why i love him i love him i love what he does i I understand there's cheese in this i understand he's doing he has taken in some american hollywood culture and and he is doing his own like you know uh uh, he's honoring it in his own way like and and i I think it's incredible and uh is he honoring it with the Citizen Kane seven minute ladder climb? Is that what he's referring to? I don't know, man. It's just, you just, it's like, it's, it's this moment where it's like, no, sorry. That was easy. No, um, that, I'm sure that was just like hiding a, whole, a massive level loading load. screen. Yeah. <laughs> but like at the same time, it's like, it's, it, it, it like bridges these two moments in the game where it's like yeah. high a, like a high action and it's kind of just just this nice kind it's of it's like, like an intermission it's an intermission yeah, basically yes. it's an emotional intermission like yes. that you can't go but, and get food but I will say you have to just sit I'm there just grab, Other, just grab a rubber band and just rubber band the, the Lanza, thumb stack it is it is, oh it, is gosh, Lanza, it is still better so you only have to do it once and it is still yes. way better of a uh, a way of hiding a level load than Mass Effect's terrible elevator so yeah. I don't know. You, you had saying? conversations in the elevators. You would hear your two guys go. Yeah, hey, well, in Metal Gear, hey, you actually, we're gonna kill those. Yeah, we got so many and... times, and it's just meh. I didn't mind the elevators. Like, the I mean, and, but they also weren't seven minutes long, and I didn't have to be like pretending to seven interact minutes, by holding seven down a minutes. Seven minutes is a bit of an over exaggeration, but I think it was like five minutes. Like, I think it was like a solid <laughs> still, five minutes. I don't know exactly how long it is, but yeah. No, I, and All like right. and you know it, what? I'm doing something that I haven't done before on the show. I am typing. Well, how long is the ladder climb in Metal Gear Solid? Uh, which one three, is it? Three, three, five? three Snake Eater. Three. I'm curious now. I wonder how long. Yeah, it's I, be. I was gonna look it up if you didn't. You guys, are, <laughs> wow! You guys are way wrong. You, you're making you, you. You guys should not be selling this because it says here it's like one minute and forty seven. Oh, seconds. really? It feels way it feels longer long. than that. <laughs> okay, so now you're telling to sell me on a game that makes two minutes feel like seven minutes. No, okay, we're you. telling you. Look, we're telling look, you about, here's like, the thing. I'm not trying to sell you the game anymore <laughs> because I can tell that you're like the kind of person when somebody tries to convince you of something that you you were already against. You're just you're just gonna dig down deeper and go against. That's it. not true. Well, that's what it sounds like. That's not true. I don't agree with you. I don't exactly. agree with you. That. Exactly. So uh, nah, you're you right. You got please me. don't play it. Miss miss one of the classics of gaming. Uh, just don't ignore it. Exists. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on my deathbed at 112, thanks to modern medical science, going. I should have played the ladder game. Metal the again. Ladder we're gear. we're memeing on one section of a fucking masterpiece of a game. Like Metal Gear Three is, I think, the best standard video game of the, the best lot. box hiding like walking around while inside a box to hide like the like no other game has ever done that so i i, I don't know it invented that box stealth 
And I've learned Metal Gear fans are like heavy metal fans. They're very passionate about we're, their We're like Tool fans. Art. Oh, man. You know, he revealed uh, 9-11 before 9-11 happened in Metal Gear Solid 2. And so it's like, yeah. That's out. Oh, there's a whole thing. Don't even. <laughs> the pieces oh fit, baby. God. <laughs> okay. Because um, it's all about. It's all. I, there's like a massive like. I've forgotten who's there, music there's a, there's, was, a, there's, the there's like an Illuminati aspect to to this. Oh yeah, the lele yeah. 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 lo. I don't the know. Patriots. All I'm he- all I'm hearing is Patriots when you guys say that. The lalelulelo, oh, the Patriots. Oh, <laughs> They've been dead the whole time, but yeah. they haven't been. But, but they've they never I existed. I'm literally breaking out hives here. My skin is itching. I'm starting to you get know what? You know what? Before he like passes out, let's move on to the next one. Yes, God. All right, I will hop in here with my second choice. Wait, that wasn't your choice? <laughs> no, that was mine. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> we talked so long about it. It's almost like that's fine. I swear to God, if you choose another Metal Gear game as your second choice, I'm out. So my second choice is the video game, the soundtrack to the video game Destiny 2. No, I'm kidding. Boy. Uh, is the soundtrack to... It's all right. It's great. No, yeah, no. We, do not get started. Please tell me what your choice is. We won't go down that path. Is uh, Division two the soundtrack game. to uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game. Good choice. By a little indie developer called ubisoft i believe it is ubisoft montreal that did it i think they did the the bulk of the work yeah so now this like we've talked about this on on another podcast as well ever so briefly but the soundtrack to scott pilgrim well so now scott pilgrim versus the world is like kind of like a throwback eight uh well like yeah eight bit 16 bit kind of uh beat em up like side scrolling beat em up a la like double dragon battle toads it uh, relies heavily on like river city ransom due to like the whole like leveling up aspect yes Civ 2? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like this, like, yeah, this kind of like throwback. So everything is this kind of throwback style to like, um, kind of like the golden age of gaming, kind of like the like 8-bit, 16-bit era, where even the soundtrack is, you know, a kind of throwback to that. And you have uh, the soundtrack by the chiptune band Animanaguchi. So, um, you know, um, this the, the, the track I chose for this, for, for, for this soundtrack, I wouldn't say it's like the most iconic, but it is my favorite. So I'm going to play the track Shrine Bros by Anime Noguchi. Here it is. So yeah, so that that's uh, that's a, a catchy little ditty. But yeah, I, I really enjoy this soundtrack. Like like I mentioned in the other podcast when we were talking about, I believe it was uh, games based on IPs. But I just sh- showed this one out again because like this one going into this game, like as I was saying before, like this game really like felt personal to me. It felt like it was almost like made for me. You know, it's like this like young guy growing up in, you know, Toronto, you know, he's into like all these like bands. He's into like kind of like old gaming. Like I was, there was like a very targeted demographic. Like how I said I was outside of the target demographic for uh, Minecraft. I was very much in that direct slice of target demographic for Scott Pilgrim. You know, I I absolutely loved everything about this game. When when the movie was announced, you had Edgar Wright directing, one of my favorite directors. And then they announced the game for it, which was I I thought like oh my god, I couldn't believe it. It was gonna be like a like an eight bit beat em up, like side scrolling beat em up. Like that's crazy. So who did they get to do the soundtrack? None other than chiptune band uh, Anime Noguchi. I believe they're from Brooklyn. Now, this band has been around for a while before this uh, came out. They became kind of they they gained notoriety because they um, originally I don't think I don't believe they still do, but they originally used like a hacked NES and a hacked Game Boy 
to make music and they would use that in their like chiptune and now their older stuff is kind of like more like chiptune punky and like now their newer stuff is kind of more like chiptune kind of like dance music like edm it kind of retains some of that kind of like punkiness to it but yeah they've definitely kind of more done like the edm route and then they use like you know classic instruments like guitar and drums and whatever and they are like a full band i've seen them live a couple times i saw them at a festival and then also at their own live show and they were like absolutely fantastic they just fucking blew the roof off the place except for the festival that was outside so there was no roof to be blown but yeah i I, clouds are god's roof true and there were actually it was raining hard so it's actually that i'm you know maybe they caused the rain i don't know who who am i to say i don't know how rain works chip tunes cause Mm. rain confirmed yeah Mm. (laughs) exactly that's like the chemtrails of the the chip tune world Mm. um but yeah so i i just really really love this soundtrack like everything about this sound like the soundtrack kind of just like really adds to the aesthetic of the game and i think this is you know maybe not a game that like adds to maybe the emotion like some other games do like you know maybe like our horizon zero dawn or like the any of the other games we've mentioned previously where like it really adds to the emotion i think it's more kind of like adds to the the um aesthetic of the whole game like even the pause menu when you pause the game like Back in the day, when you pause the games, uh, like the pause menu for Battletoads was this kind of like, and like even even that, like even the Battletoads pause menu, they like not ripped off, but they like paid homage to and kind of did their own version for the pause menu, and it's just like that's such a specific reference that unless you played that old game and like you know that that pause music music is just so iconic if you played that game, it's like. That, you know, however, 30 years later is being incorporated into this game as like such a strong, like striking homage to it. It was just like little details like that just like really added to the characterization, like the aesthetic and the whole kind of package that I feel like the the music just like really put a bow on. And like every track on this soundtrack is a banger. Like every track is just so catchy. It was hard for me to pick a favorite one. But yeah, I, I chose this one. I actually have an opinion about something you just said, where you said, like, it doesn't underscore the emotion. I feel it does, because, remember, not every emotion has to be, like, a okay, deep heart yeah, feeling yeah. thing. The soundtrack is very much, uh, it keeps you jazz, it keeps you going through things. I've played the game, and I've listened to music, and it's great. I just meant um, more, it wasn't, yeah. like, it didn't kind of have this, like, sweeping score that, like, welled up all this emotion inside you. It was more just, yeah, you're right. It, like, it, like, the way I'm describing it, it is an emotion, but I, it's not, like... How do I put it? It's like you don't have like an emotional reaction. It's not sentimental. No, I know. I, I would. I, you know, I would say it's kind of like preys on the sentimentality of nostalgia. But yeah, it's yeah. I have no response. But I, I I agree with what you're saying. There is obviously emotion to it. Like even if it's adding to an aesthetic. But I yeah. I don't know. I maybe just didn't explain it like as well as I could have. Boyan, thoughts on this chiptune classic? Soon to I, be. It's already. I I mean it's it's great. I haven't played the game, so I don't know. But but like I do, I do love the the chiptune sound like i love the the that that there's a whole genre built on you know the inspiration of like the old 8-bit 16-bit sound and it's it's kind of genius because it's like uh you know they when the developers made those games it's like oh we can only make you know these three tones or something like that and how do we make a, a a soundtrack from these three tones and it showed incredible creativity in the people that 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 did it uh, and then, you know, and then there's a generation that grew up to that and then just started making music uh, in that style. And uh, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of really cool. Uh, if you're not into chiptunes, that's you're missing out. Uh, if you were a, if you were basic, especially if you were like a mel- millennial that grew up playing, you know, 8 bit, 16 bit or whatever games. 
Yeah, yeah. Like exa- exactly like you said, it's kind of like you have those limitations and it's like, what can you do with those limitations? Yeah, like you yeah. see that with their That often drives too. a lot of art, right? You put limitations on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like that's like and that's what you can see like with earlier like pixel art and like game design and stuff like that, where it's like, how do you adhere to these limitations while still trying to, you know, maybe try to break out of them as much as you can, but also, you know, adhering to them and not, you know, you have, you know, tech technological limitations so it's like the same as like how you would make games back in the day uh well i think i just said that but it's like yeah so it's the same with how you would you know make music like yeah i'm just reiterating what you said boy on very very good point very good point anyway yeah so i think that that'll wrap up what i have to say about uh scott pilgrim uh fun game it just got re-released a couple months ago check it out it's on the epic game store uh gosh i hope the connection issues yes hashtag not an ad but yeah so i guess i'll throw it to you sam for your uh final pick uh what what was your final choice bud well unfortunately for you boyan i'm gonna bring it back to the other series i always talk about mass effect No, no, i love mass effect the first series in the series by the way has the best soundtrack it was scored by jack wall and it's a very sort of I don't know if I could quite call it retro, but if definitely if you see the original Mass Effect has this weird feeling that it's, it's like an advanced futuristic version of what the early of 70s aesthetic. If you look at the way the architecture is, it has a very sort of Spartan minimalist kind of it. And the music goes along with that. Uh, the track that I've picked is called The Wards uh, by Jack Wall, obviously. And uh, basically you're listening to this as you take an elevator, which uh, apparently you do a lot, according to Boyan. Whatever, you know, that's fine. Yeah, let's take a listen. And we're back. The weird thing about that song is it kind of starts off going in one direction and then it suddenly turns into like a chunk-a-da-chunk-a-da-chunk. But the opening bars, like the is very mellow, very chill. And I think it was part of... It added to Mass Effect when the first time you play and you go into new places, like they feel distinctly alien to a certain degree but familiar at the same time like the citadel the big space station you sort of go to at the first part you spend after the quote introductory mission or whatever tutorial mission almost uh, you go to the citadel you spend a lot of time there and you're interacting with different alien cultures and it has this sort of like it feels alien and there's these different races but it also feels familiar and i think that's a lot of the credit for the atmosphere of the game goes to jack wall and what he did with the the soundtrack which is just universally beautiful throughout uh boyan you mentioned that you had played the game do you agree with this uh concert did the music make the elevator travels easier for you uh no nothing did i uh it kind of oh, br- wow. well they, it, they it, it, it was it was just kind of yeah i don't know i do like like you said i despite the joking i did i do like like the the characters talking while in the elevator but it's just like i hated that every time especially when it's like especially when like you have you forgot that you have to go do something and then you take the like and then you have to take the elevator back up like it's just fuck off (laughs) wow straight up fuck off to bioware from uh boyan okay Uh, bioware if you're listening they're they're dead to me after andromeda anyways so i i didn't like andromeda but i i I, i'm always holding out hope you know it's like it's like listening to this eighth album well, of a band you like that, that got bad after I five. Mean, you know, you're like the original. Oh. The original like guys who like who started it and and some of the you know they're not even in there anymore as far as I know. Yeah. And, and it's like even you know you think the sorry this is a, I know we're getting off track here but like the original the original team of Bioware that you think not the original team the theme theme uh, team that did uh, Mass Effect. You know, they created Anthem and Anthem was a fucking disaster too. And they had seven years to do it. Mm-hmm. So like, I just, I, you know what? I, I Bioware really needs, is, is gone. Like once EA bought them, uh, they're just, they were dead to me. 
I'm probably going to, I, for me, their last chance is Dragon Age Anthem. I think was just the wrong type of game for them to make. Uh, but yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda is not a no, no bad game by any stretch. It's just dull and too long. And I'm hoping the new Dragon Age, which is going to probably come out in a year or two. I That's my, okay, if you guys fuck this up, I am yeah, off the Bioware yeah. train entirely. Like they've they've, they've accrued such good yeah. credit with me and over they, the years. They started that, off so like, strong. Yeah. Like I mean, Knights of no. oh, like eight hits and it's a and it's a huge like Empire, and it's a huge sign. And I know it's more EA related because EA lost the rights to Star Wars, but like it's kind of a huge sign that Bioware is not making the new Knights of the Old Republic. So. Mm. Well, doing the well, they're not a remaster company, though. right? Like, but I don't, I didn't expect be, it but they're be, completely hands there. off, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're, no, you're you're right, you're right. They should be able to just sort of, especially if they're going to be modifying the combat and sort of, which is a big. Well, part I think of they game, weren't so. even asked. Yeah. Is what like what I remember reading something is like they weren't even mm. asked. It was offered to somebody else right away. I'm I'm not like entirely against them not being a part of it, but I feel like they should have. Like I I I agree with you, but I don't think to quite the same strength or degree that you do mm-hmm. as this being an issue. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So long story short, Mass Effect was a beautiful game. It's a wonderful series. I'm replaying it, though honestly, I'm still struggling to finish the first one with the remasters because oof, man, does there's some shit in there that takes it, a while. Like people complain about the is elevators. It, is it not as remastered run. as as you would have liked? You would have liked more. No, no. It's it's actually exactly what I expected back. You know, it's like it, they don't add polygons to models or anything like that. It's just a 4K retexturing of everything and faster load times and things like that. Like it's great. It's just the problem is I played Mass Effect like four or five mm. times all the way through by this point. And I like Mass Effect 2 and 3, and I'm looking forward to those, but there's that part of me that's always like, I can't play 2 if I didn't just play mm. 1. No, Even I though you can, you, yeah. you got to do like all the little choices. Because I know, ooh, this one side thing you do has an impact on like a little side story. But yeah, no, it's a great series. And I think Jack Wall, um, I I should have looked this up. I believe he scored most of the series. He said, I said cautiously it might be wrong, but... He's a brilliant composer, and his work on Mass Effect is uh, it was a cr- it was a crime it didn't get nominated for a Grammy or an Emmy. I don't think I don't think at that time there was I don't think they were like because like the uh, the uh, uh, journey was new media. I don't think there was a new media category at that time. Yeah, no, I mean, I, not a crime in the sense of why it didn't get chosen, but like a crime where it w- couldn't be mm. chosen. Also, like l- l- let it be with. known, I'm not like ooh the Grammys, let it be known. the Grammys, they are yeah, the be all and end all yeah, of no. music music yeah, critique no, like garbage. you know what i mean it, i was just kind of throwing it out there as like an interesting tidbit i wasn't like like that validates it being good no it's it's so fucked up because music is such a like personal thing yeah it's like two people can like the same type of music but a very different ty- taste within a genre so like to have an and award it's, and it's so much I mean, of it I mean, is built on like sales a lot of it is yeah, built on no, sales and like video game music is not like it's yeah. it's a support for a different media it's not it's not its own like it, it, they might release individual soundtracks sometimes they do but it's not like competing on the same level as these other things mm-hmm. as its own solo thing and so screw like screw the grammys i don't care and they uh, they were elitist about games uh, game music anyways and movie music for a long time it took and so long to every and whatever it. whatever new thing comes along they were against like hip-hop they're against like whatever the new thing is like it'll take them like five to ten years to catch up to whatever it is yeah ha- have they finally accepted dubstep Unfortunately, by the time they accepted it, Dubs had died. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I remember Dubstep. I, that six months it was popular and see while it was. I, I know you. On, 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 honestly, I, I am a former Dubstep fan. As 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 embarrassing Uh-oh. as that might be. No, honestly, there's but, like good. Look, there's some decent stuff. Prime Dubstep was still it when it was still when it was still in the <laughs> UK was really good. Well, there's once, also once old American, dubstep that's not even like what you think of as dubstep. Yeah, like dubstep it, started as something completely exactly. different. Exactly. And then once Americans started getting involved and all the popular artists wanted to do a dubstep like collab, like that's that when you got all the wah, wah, the, wah, wah, wah. The garbage, just pure garbage. Just wall. And having said that, garbage. there is EDM now that I listen to that does have like little like dubstep breakdowns oh, yeah, and stuff. Been, and I'm like, I'm like, that's cool. Like I don't mind when there's like a little like part of a song that there's like a little dubstepy breakdown. I'm like, hell yeah, like yeah. get in there. But it's de- definitely a dead genre as, as a standalone. Oh, genre. for sure. For sure. One thing I did want to talk about quickly is, I don't know, have any of you guys, and I've always wanted to do this, like experience one of those like live orchestral. Um, yes. Le- you have. Okay. I, 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 uh, when I, was I went to Star the Wars. video game. Well, for video games. Orchestra, though. I think it's called yeah, with, no. with with Tommy Tallarico or whatever. The one, uh, you know, that, uh, what was that? What was that video game TV show? With uh, Morgan Webb and Tom Thor. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, are you like, you on guys like, are older on than like me. Tech TV the Beast or with On Tech Ron TV, Pum? yeah. Yeah, I know uh, I can't remember what it was called. Ah, jeez. Uh, anyways, he they he does a video game orchestra like traveling tour and, and uh, it was amazing. They played, uh, you know, they, they played uh, Nintendo, like Mario stuff. They played uh, World of Warcraft, which is like the, the intro theme to that is incredible. They they went into like Metal Gear and did some other stuff. It, it, yeah, I loved it. I loved seeing that live. It was incredible. I would have loved. I know that they they had a traveling one of like Pokemon. There's a traveling one of like Zelda where they have like, you know, a whole symphony and they play like along with like clips from the game and stuff like that. And that's one thing that I've never experienced. Like I love live music. I've seen a ton of live music, obviously not so much lately, but I, I do love watching live music. But that's something I've never been able to get out and see was just like a nice like video game kind of like accompaniment uh, with a with a symphony. But yeah, like having said that, like Zelda would probably be the one if I, if oh, I could like choose there, anything. Yeah. Yeah, if I could choose anything, like I like I didn't talk about Zelda today because it's like I don't know. I, I didn't want to be like, oh, Zelda, like like yeah, everybody knows Zelda as a good soundtrack, you know what I mean? I it's just like yeah, like I would love I would love to experience that. It, it just would be next whatever the next one is coming through, whenever that is, uh I'm definitely gonna check it out. Hopefully it'll be something that would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know I didn't I didn't know that there was like a medley one. Yeah, like the, the one you went to. That's well, super it's, cool. Well, it's yeah, it's uh, sorry, just officially because I totally said the name wrong. It's video games live. Uh and it, yeah, no, it's if you ever they're still like it's still touring. I mean, I might be a little uh, even during COVID. Well, I mean, yeah, they might have slowed down for that, but I'm sure it'll be back. And uh like it's an award-winning symphony orchestra that does it, and it they just cover pretty much all the great hits of of video game music and uh it's incredible. And by the way, the uh, electric playground was what I was talking about, and that's a early two thousands video game. It was one of the only video game like review things on tv available so I, I'm, I'm surprised you guys that are not aware no of I, I knew what you're talking about i was like the one on tech tv i just couldn't remember what yeah, it was yeah. but yeah cool yeah i'll sorry i was i was, I was about to ca- i was about to cap us off but then i'm like wait well, i was just gonna I was say like, can i cap us off music? with an honorable mention no please Please. I am no, the guest. No, I'm the I guest. I'm it. the guest. I get a special I third. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Puff Snurs <laughs> no. podcast. Uh, Boyan, you can go uh, to hell. No, no. We, so we, we covered a lot of like, here's music that you can listen to like in the background. Here's music that is like uh, an emotional like like journey that like, you know, really 
you know, enhances whatever, like, emotions you're feeling during the scene and, like, story stuff. But I have a, a soundtrack that and a song that I need to recommend. If you ever need, like, pump up fight music. Like, not fight music. Like, you're going to go, maybe, if you want to go fight somebody. But, like, Doom. you need to be pumped up. Yes. Doom, especially the 2016. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, rip and tear. Rip and tear. Rip and tear. I yes. swear to God, when I'm yes. feeling like when I'm feeling nervous Save, about something, dude. I'm about to go like do something I'm not I'm not rip familiar and tear with. Fires you up. Oh, rip and tear, man. It is and sometimes even when I'm like, I need to I need to feel calm. Somehow rip and tear like this is a weird metal thing where like what? something like that can actually calm me down and like make me chill. But I get I it. Fucking rip what, and tear. what are the things you're gonna go do that you need to? That you're feeling nervous I, about? For the first I mean, going like, on set. Going I mean, set yeah, going like on, going on. Like, like for example, the first time I worked on on Star Trek, like that's this is this massive union show, like one of the biggest shows working in the city. Mm-hmm. I've never been on something that size. Like, I'm totally had like was super nervous because before that. Understand. And that, that's something that I would play like play that like on the ride yes or, rip and tear though is, is definitely incredible person, also know, i haven't uh, played so there's also what is it doom eternal i haven't played doom eternal but i've 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 listened to the soundtrack have, to doom eternal a lot and it's like rip and tear is the standout that everybody knows but honestly like so, that whole fucking soundtrack the whole like, soundtrack is amazing just, it's yeah. just bangers of like of did you did you hear the story about the guy who uh did those like those soundtracks like he was like delivered yeah he delivered like doom eternal soundtrack like so late and they had to like end up like finishing it without him and then he like ended up like getting fired because he like yeah. couldn't adhere to deadlines yeah i mean it's funny like we I, I, yeah i heard that story. story i'm like yeah I've, i never we, said it was good we've worked with 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 movie composers that are like oh the brilliant, biggest flakes brilliant biggest brilliant flakes. people like brilliant artists but like completely flaky not all of them i'm sure there's extremely professionals we're like, generalizing the, but like there's just like there's just something about uh, uh some of some of the composers that we've come across in in the movie world where it's just like why how you're basically only getting hired because you are brilliant and nobody wants to work with you because you cannot be trusted to deliver anything on time or at all or you know, whatever but anyways off track so honestly rip and tear fucking i will play that like anytime i need i need something to pump me up or get me focused or something like that so Highly recommend it. All right, then. Uh, unless anyone else has anything to add, I think we've done a good coverage of video game music today. Uh, many final thoughts or anything? Yeah, I mean, we're not obviously here to, like, talk about, like, there's a million video game soundtracks that we left off the list. This is by no, like, we chose two each, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this is by no means a comprehensive list of, like, the greatest soundtracks of all time. These are just games that kind of like really caught our ear while we were playing them like we can go like we could probably do this we could probably yeah. have this as like a reoccurring thing which actually you know what? actually you know what i'm gonna say this right now uh if you're can. listening to this on spotify uh we're gonna put together a playlist uh, uh official buffs and nerfs playlist a mix of all of our favorites or we could do individual ones uh of like mm-hmm. maybe just and then maybe every year we do another one or every couple months we do another one. But yeah, I think we'll put together a playlist, something you have as a companion to this after after watching this. Cool. That is good? a great idea that we definitely discussed doing before this. I, I I would just like to point out, though, you're not watching this, that you're listening to this. I said if you're on Spotify, I didn't say watching. I'm pretty sure. 
If you're watching this on Spotify, you know what? I have a screen next to my other screen, and Spotify is on it, so I'm watching Spotify. You know, technically, I'm staring at Audacity right now. I'm looking at the waveform system. Yeah, you might be watching the progress. You might just maybe maybe the way you listen to Spotify is you just have it up and you just look at the progress bar. Whoa, man, those waveforms are sick. It's gonna change. It's gonna change. Yeah, peak and valley. So great, and another peak and valley. That's great. Yep. That's great. <laughs> and on that note, I want to thank you all for listening to or watching the Buffs and Nerfs podcast. Uh, my name is Sam Hall. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Sam underscore last name, all spelled out, no spaces. And uh, with me as always is Andrew. Andrew, how can we reach you in this media of social world? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at L-A-N-C-A. That's E-L-A-E-N-C-I-A-E. And you can find me on Twitter.com and instagram boy on and, and i mean i don't really care if you follow me or not i really just po- i i po- i <laughs> Ooh, we'll play i post like like once in a blue moon uh pictures of mostly food that i cook so uh, if you like that sort of thing uh go ahead it's uh at t-e-h uh b uh underscore b-o-j-a-n-g-l-e-s t-e-h underscore bojangles uh, yes, I am old, and TEH is ancient uh, gamer lead speak, and it's uh, super cringe. But uh, fuck it's you. super <laughs> epic, though. At the same time, uh, there's a reason I'm not using my real like email address as a handle. Trust me on this. I used to watch Pure Onage. Okay, <laughs> I met those guys. They signed a DVD for me. I'm legit. Hey man, when I'm playing Division Two, we have a good uh, run of Summit or whatever. I throw out a woot at or the end. Or a boom headshot, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Have you never seen Pure Onage? So it's it's a Canadian masterpiece. Uh, I'm aware <laughs> of it, yes. I would also like to give a shout out to Mind Refinery. Uh, the fine folks, they have a YouTube channel. They have, uh, they're on Spotify with their podcasts. i probably not the best person to be talking about them. I know, Andrew, you know Mind Refinery. Give us the deets. I mean, you pretty much summed it up. Check out Mind Refinery oh, on. Okay, great. Check out Mind Refinery on YouTube. Uh, we got tons of content there for you. Obviously, all free. You can follow us on Instagram. It's uh, we're pretty much wherever you can look at stuff. If you search for Mind Refinery or the Mind Refinery, uh, you will be linked to what we got. We got lots of uh, fun stuff for you for your viewing and listening pleasure. Be it podcasts or you know documentaries or uh, short form uh, short um you know uh fiction content well whatever you want we got for you wherever i can look stuff up so i can find micro mind refinery on microfiche wonderful all right take care everybody later bye Bye. relationship Ah, i got to say it take that out no leave it in take that out take that out i regret starting that this is my one chance to say it i fucking said it not taking out all right (laughs) You know, and like, if this show goes years, it'll be like, all right, we're done. Hey, uh, guest star Snoop Dogg, you want to get, uh, throw us out? Relationship. That's your yeah, Snoop Dogg impression. Can you do a Mar- Can you do Mario? What? I can do, can you do Mario I can do- saying relationship. Because you said Mario. Here we go. Relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've never attempted Mario until now. I, I, I was just going to get worse if I go along. So I'm going to stop recording.